<laughs> but not my aunt Karen. I love my aunt Karen. <laughs> we hate the Karens who have the Karen haircut. Yeah. Okay. No. My aunt Karen has the Karen haircut. Oh! <laughs> folks welcome back what's up we are like like that we are currently lying on my bed i'm so tired i'm so dead inside um so yes we're recording the podcast just like chilling right now so vibing we hope that the audio sounds okay (laughs) we should probably check (laughs) let's see give that a look so we've come to the conclusion that our voices sound slightly different when we're lying down, but we're going to continue because we're too lazy to not. Um, okay. Sorry, I got to show Melanie a meme. <laughs> okay, okay, moving on. So uh, today we are going to be um, discussing a message. Well, not discussing. We are going to be sending a message from Gen Z to the older generations. You gotta find the <laughs> the letter you sent. Okay, so you're gonna read yours first. So we found three different letters online. Well, Melanie found I, them. <laughs> I found them. Uh, one of them is an open letter from Gen Z to the older generations, and the other two that I'm going to read are letters to Gen Z, and one of them seems to be positive, one of them seems to be negative, so we're gonna read them through and then kind of discuss how we feel about them don't worry they're not long at least mine's not long okay anyway i'll read it (coughs) i should probably get water for this but it's fine (coughs) okay there are a lot of opinions on who generation z is what generation z stands for and how generation can i just say gen z yes gen z lives in today's society i'm not saying those opinions are wrong because everybody is entitled to their opinion but i suggest actually talking to someone who is from gen z not belittling them or telling them what you were doing when you were their age. Actually talking to understand why their head is where it is and why they view the world with such disappointment, anger, and realism. Anything to comment yet? We'll discuss it all at the end. Oh, okay. So you'll say, if you just interrupt me if you want to say something. We didn't grow up hearing that we were going to go to college, have a great job, and own a house by the time we were 23 and everything. Okay, hold on. Okay, sorry. And everything was going to be fine from there. We grew up hearing that it was going to be difficult. We were going to struggle a lot and college was going to be insanely difficult to pay for. On top of that, we see how much the millennials are struggling with their dreams that came burning to the ground like the Notre Dame. Which isn't their fault. They're trying their best with the shitty cards that they were dealt by some shitty people. We've been forced into adulthood just like the generations before us. They needed to act like adults when war had started to destroy the whole countries. But our war is a fight against old mindsets. We have to fight this war because this war destroys a whole free living and loving generation of talented, smart, and inspiring kids. We still suffer from sexism, racism, mental health, gun violence, etc. Why is that? We're fighting battles older generations have started. We're invested in the job market slash real estate market because they were ruined years ago. As we know, history repeats itself. Children got shot in schools because because older generations were too dumb to write some guidelines. Sexism, racism, homophobia, etc. were all created a long time ago, yet people still have to hide in the closet 
to not get judged or even hurt by others, while most of Gen Z are tolerant and open-minded. Those who are not, are not, wait, what? Those who are not have been taught by their parents and grandparents to think the way they do about women, people of color, people who celebrate different religions, and members of the LGBTQ plus community. Oh, that's a period. I'm really bad at reading, clearly. <laughs> um, okay, I'll start over. Those who are not have been taught by their parents and grandparents to think the way they do about women, people of color, people who celebrate different religions, and members of the LGBTQ plus community. You know, the same parents and grandparents that give waiters, waitresses a bad tip because the food was bad, or yell because the restaurant was busy, or yell when their order took a little longer. Yet Gen Z gets shut gets shit about being rude and disrespectful. But you know who smiles and says, it's okay? Gen Z. They're the same people that telling us that Gen Z can't take a joke, but we don't take racist, homophobic, sexist jokes. I'm not sure if it's just my mind, but it feels like some of the grammar here is kind of weird. It might be. It was written by a Gen Z. <laughs> that is true. Oof. We, as an entire generation, have been labeled disrespectful, lazy, self-centered, impatient, entitled, and so much more because we don't agree and conform to what older generations think we should be doing or how we should be handling situations. Those labels might be true for some, but not for every single person that belongs in Gen Z. You don't see us labeling every single baby boomer and traditionalist a racist, homophobic asshole. We can't support a five-person family and owning a home with just a high school diploma like they could in 1960. These days, we can have two bachelor's degrees, a master's, a trade, and experience, but we'll still only be qualified for a job at Walmart while being told, at least you don't live in Somalia or something. Also, here's an article by a baby boomer about why your generation is lazy. We deal with so much shit from older generations, but none of them are actually willing to talk to one of us to actually get the story <laughs> straight. Sure, we made a yodeling kid famous. We made a lot of people famous who really shouldn't be famous. We're obsessed with memes and celebrate Netflix series like religion. We compliment a boy's makeup skills and don't give a shit if, a girl's, if girls don't wear any. We also compliment a girl's makeup skills because we support each other. We strongly believe in making your passion your job, no matter how estranged from normal it is. Who are we to expect you to sit at a desk from 9 to 5 and be genuinely happy with your life and choices? We don't judge people if they have tattoos or an unnatural hair color or piercings out of the was what? Out of the wazoo. Okay, what is that? It's just a phrase. Oh. Or piercings out of the wazoo or what they do for income. We speak up about things that are important and actually affect other people, whether that be saving the sea turtles or discussing how a whole generation who were statistically unlikely to start smoking cigarettes in the first place have a nicotine addiction thanks to jewels. We understand dilly-dallying about topics that don't mean anything are pointless, and we focus on using our voices for good, like trying to save the planet. Our rooms are messy because we're too busy fighting for equality. Our grades are dropping because we're too busy protesting against corrupt systems. We are, are sassing you because you finally learned we have a voice. You only think we're a lost generation because we finally dug ourselves out from the oppression you've buried us under. And trust me, we sure as heck will fight back. <laughs> That was a swear word. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, is that for a large part of this, I actually agree with it. Yeah. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> so okay, let's go way back to the beginning of this long article. <laughs> That's not actually that long. Um, I do agree that I hate oh. people saying, oh, well, when I was your age, it doesn't matter, Karen. It, you're not my age. And you didn't grow up in the society that I'm growing up in. And you didn't 
live with all of these people watching your every single step through social media and seeing everything you're doing so it's different and you can say it isn't but it is we're not hippies anymore no we're not (laughs) well well, i was gonna say we aren't throwing up the peace sign everywhere but we are (laughs) we are (laughs) um okay um i disagree saying we didn't grow up hearing that we were going to college because i feel like every teenager ever has been told that they need to go to college or their life is going to crash and burn around them and they're going to be total and complete failures yeah because i didn't go to college and i got verbally attacked so i mean (laughs) also we weren't i feel like well yeah we weren't told that we were gonna we were told we were gonna have to work our asses off for a good life but we could get it if we wanted to yeah um i do think that our um our economy is kind of shot because we've got like the housing crisis and we literally can't pay for homes so that's not good not good time not good um and college is insanely difficult to pay for still so um i also agree with what they were saying about how it's stupid that we're still dealing with the same problems that came up years ago like sexism and stuff like that like it's been like 40 years like, figure your stuff. How have we not figured this out yet? It's not yeah. that difficult. And same, like, we've been forced into adulthood. It's true. A lot of teens, like, all the teacher uh, adults are like, enjoy your childhood. Like, like but be a also, teen. But also, get a job when you're 13 and work your life away so that you can afford to buy a house when you're and 22. And forget house, for, like, college. Yeah. They're like, afford college. So work when you're, like, 13 at a minimum wage job and then they're like okay now pay for college and don't get loans and you're like okay well that's not really so this line that says we can't support a five-person family and owning a home with just a high school diploma like they could in 1960 these days we can have two bachelor's degrees a master's a trade and experience but we're still only um qualified for a job at walmart i think that is so true (laughs) because there are so many people in my like in my old church that i know who are literally high school dropouts like didn't even graduate high school finished school in grade 10 and quit and they own multi-million dollar companies now yeah because that's just how like the system at their at that time allowed them to build something like that and i don't think we have that infrastructure in place anymore because (laughs) if you don't have a college degree nobody's gonna give you a loan to start a business it's just not gonna happen that's annoying um um and everyone's always like don't worry about buying a house or like don't worry about college until you have to but like we have to because we need to know like especially with housing like the market is so like bad right now for housing it's so expensive and so yeah we have to worry about it because we have to think are how much are we gonna spend on college to the point where can we still buy a house after this yeah so you know I also really like their comments that said, we are sassing you because we finally learned we have a voice. Is that the end? Yes. Uh, why are you moving to Wales? Because <laughs> we have three of these to go through. That's true. But the sassing, sassing because we finally had a, found a voice. I think that our parents and our grandparents were very much raised in like a society where you didn't talk back to those who were old, older than you. You didn't Especially question in their decisions. <laughs> exactly. They were always right. You didn't get to ask why. You just <laughs> did what they told you to. Mm-hmm. And I do think that we're very much learning how to, like, ask questions and be a different person and, like, have our own opinions. They are correct in the fact that they said, um, 
it's kind of whack that we made a yodeling kid famous. <laughs> yes, that, <laughs> that is was kind of whack. That whole point. <clears throat> yes. Um, okay. Well, since we're pretty much through this article, I figured we should actually take a moment to define. Wait, can I just say okay, one yes. more thing? And when they said um, how this whole generation is like, they're not going to smoke cigarettes anymore because like they know it's bad. But then all of a sudden, jewels come out, and now like. Literally all so many so many teenagers have crippling nicotine addictions. Yeah, like stupid, stupid. Why would you even invent the jewel? Okay, so anyway. um, <laughs> I, we're gonna take a second to do something we should have done at the beginning of this episode, which is establish the generations. Okay. So, um, 1900s to 1924 is called the GI generation. What? <laughs> 1925 to 1945 is the silent generation. Because, well, nothing really happened no. during that time, so Nin- I guess why. 1946 to 1964 is Baby Boomers. Uh, 1965 to 1979 is the 13ers, or Generation X. Uh, 1980s to late oh, 1990s generous. are Millennials, or Generation <coughs> Y. My parents are... Yeah, most people's parents okay, are Gen yeah. X. Because my parents called themselves Millennials. So no, like, they're no. not Millennials. Well, and actually, the, no. I think my mom did call herself a Gen X. Anyway, okay, sorry. And then late 90s to 2010s, we are called Gen Z or iGen or Centennials. Yeah. So, I think Centennials is cooler than Gen Z. I like Gen Z better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. What's it called? This is an open letter to Generation Z. Okay, so this is to us, where mine was from oh, us. Is this the positive one or the negative one? Because I want to read the negative one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that one was just a positive one. Okay. Um, that is the negative one. So okay. We'll Sorry, I'm like Yeah, yawning. stop it. Sorry. Hey, get off your games. You are doing it. <laughs> okay, so this one is called An Open Letter to Generation Z. Between developing social media and new political ideologies and a globally connected society... Our generation is finding itself in a treacherous position. Wait, hold on. Is this positive or negative? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. We have more knowledge available at our fingertips than any previous generation could have even imagined. At the same time, we are also exposed to more negativity and criticism than any previous generation. (laughs) As we grow more opinionated and share our convictions with the world, we open ourselves up to critique from previous generations in new and damning ways. Baby boomers navigating the Facebooks call us naive, idealistic, stupid, or worse. <laughs> we're shamed for be- having different opinions. We're told uh, we don't know what we're talking about. We're shut down and shut out. Wait, is this from a Gen I think Z? it is. So. Yeah, because I feel like... We didn't read these letters beforehand. Yeah. I wish it were just online that this was ha- this happened, but any millennials will tell you that this atmosphere follows them to parties, or is this- graduations, holidays, and pretty much any other family function. It follows like a dark cloud raining on any parade you try to throw. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, but what cuts even deeper than the older generations looking down on us is a small group of people within our own generation who follow suit. Difficult as it may be to believe, there are plenty of millennials whose privilege and status and family lineage allow them to thrive in the status quo. As such, they benefit most by parroting the same talking points passed down from generation to generation. We can't, we can't dream too big. Try to be more realistic. You'll learn eventually. With this in mind, I want to give some advice to the generation to follow mine. This advice comes from my own personal experiences, and I cannot anticipate the evolution of social media any more than my parents could have anticipated Facebook. 
but I can and will speak based on how our society currently operates. So my dear members of Generation Z, please know that your opinions are valid, your convictions are valid, your passion is valid, you are valid. People will try to put you down to shut you up, to undermine your success and your words and your actions. Do not let them. Keep fighting for what you believe in, keep speaking your truth. There will come times when it feels like everyone is against you, and that the odds are stacked against you, and the system is working directly against you. And it pains me to say this, in those moments, your feelings are correct. These systems exist in spite of people like you. They feed on the toil of people who, for one reason or another, do not fight back. They simultaneously build and maintain themselves, and everything done by establishments and the privileged are done to secure their power, whether directly or indirectly. Find a support group. Trust me, if you go down the road of social critique, you're going to need one. Get a group of friends who share your passion, understand your feelings, and mirror your energy. Seek comfort in them and let them know how important they are to you and your mental well-being. Take shelter when times get tough. Going off that, it is vital to know that you must give yourself breaks. Your love and compassion for others is breast breath is breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Melanie. It's breathtaking, but it will dry up quickly if you don't practice some self-care. It's important to ground yourself now and again and remember that you can't save the whole world. Even though you want to so badly, please realize the best you can do is help as many people as you can. Which leads me to conclude with this final fact. You are valuable. I know that it is terribly difficult to recognize your self-worth and fight for yourself, but think about it this way. If you don't care for yourself, you will never meet your goal of helping others. Uh, but I would encourage you to look at it from the perspective of you being worthy of your own peace and happiness. Keep on fighting and know that you matter. Okay, first of all, let me just say, Karen's... <laughs> No, just, like, I feel like a lot of the older generations, especially the Gen X slash millennials. Yeah. Um, they're always like, oh, social media is so bad. Like, social media is influencing all these kids into doing these things. Or, like, but then you go on Facebook and, like, ev- like every mom and their best friends and their best friend's, like, husband's sister is sharing, like, the same post. It's so true. So it's, like... Yes, we, like, yes, social media is, like, a thing, and yes, social media spreads a lot of, like, probably negativity, but, like, every, everyone does it. Like, every generation has something that will negatively impact them. Like, social media wasn't just, social media isn't just a Gen Z thing. Social media can also be a very, very positive thing. It makes me grumpy when people are like, social media is horrible. No, social media is horrible if you use it wrong and incorrectly and you're stupid about it. If you use it well, it can be an incredible tool. So, uh. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I have, uh, when we get, like, generate, I feel like Gen Z, they're not allowed to have opinions without getting some sort of, like, hate on it. Whereas millennials and Gen X have lots of opinions, and they very much share them. <laughs> I think that's true, because as soon as, so, <laughs> Same with, like, the whole thing when, like, gun violence was super big in the state, and, like, obviously it's still an issue, but, like, these high school kids were speaking up about it and being like, okay, we need to solve this problem so this will stop happening. 
And the older generations were like, yes, we should, but they didn't do anything about it. But the high school ones are the ones being targeted. They're the ones who are having their schools shot up and are having to hide under the desks during a lockdown for four hours. So of course they're going to be the ones to speak up, but it's on but the, they can't. They're the ones who can't do anything. It's because on the they're older not generation old to enough. fix yeah. it, and they need to fix it because they're not supposed. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was my issue. <sighs> Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> Triggered. I had something else, but I don't remember what else. Overall, I did like the um, the article. Yeah. It was the positive one. I read the other one a little bit, and it's like not horribly negative, but it is pretty negative. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I'll try and find one as well that I can read at the end. I feel like it's also very true where people, like, the, she's, whoever wrote this said that people are going to try to shut you down. And I feel yeah. like that's really true because if you try to tell somebody from, like, say, an older generation that you want to, like, go into a creative career instead of, like... Okay, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. A lot of people, okay, what the older generation, I think, don't understand is that social... Oh. Is that social media is big. Like, social media... Is like social media is like a huge thing right now. Like social media, everyone's growing up on social media now. Like obviously, so when all these students or all these kids are like, "Hey, I want to start like a YouTube channel. I want to start a podcast." Like, do it. Don't let like a couple older people say, "No, you can't do that. That's not a real job." What if it could be? What if you can make it? There are lots of kids like our age who have like a solid following on YouTube who have like a couple thousand people subscribed to them. Like, sure, maybe that shouldn't be, like, your full-time job until you I can actually guess, like, people buying merch or, like, you have, like, you can actually make money off your views. But, like, even just do it for fun. Like, that's what I do. I have my YouTube channel. I have, like, 12 followers. I don't care. I just think it's fun. So, just do it, man. But yeah, like <laughs> make you, a YouTube channel. You don't need to go to college to be successful nowadays, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Is you do if you want to go into, like, a practical field. But if you want to be famous on, like, Instagram... Go for it. Just do it. Take some pretty pictures and just Take work the leap at it. Take of faith. Exactly. Photography, too. I feel like photography was, like, is so big now, like, back in the day. Well, it's so much easier now, I think, to get big off of, like, um, photography because we've got so many more platforms to share it. So we've got, like, places to go with it. Yeah, like, we can actually, yeah, that's true. We can actually do something with social media now. Because now that social media is so big, we can, there's actually, like, things. Yes. Um, also, she is very spot on. I'm just saying it's a she. Oh, it is a sh- It says Nico. It's multi. <laughs> they are very right in saying that we like to take care of people but tend to burn ourselves out. Yeah. And I think that's why so many of our people in our generation are like in therapy or something simply because they try to help other people so much that they burn themselves out really quickly and then they have to take that time to go and fix themselves yeah you know so okay do you want to read your next one those are all my comments that i have okay so i'm going to read the third and final article that is negative and or slightly negative and may i just start by saying that the first line in this already triggers me because the line is dear post millennials (laughs) that's rough as if the millennials are the only generation that has ever existed yep okay here we go uh dear post millennials your generation is not like we what we used to have Readjusting. 
<clears throat> Your generation is not like what we used to have in the 90s. Everything now is characterized by instants. Instant coffee, instant noodles, instant messages, and instant oatmeal. <laughs> instant noodles. <laughs> All I've of never these... even had instant noodles. Shut up. You've had what? instant noodles, I'm sure. No, I've never had... Oh. Actually, no, I had them once. Okay, moving on. All these because this generation is so impatient. You want instant gratification, and the idea of YOLO pushes you to trash the waiting game. I hope you will... Okay, I hope you will also take time to look into how wonderful it is to work your way into something and be able to say to yourself, you made it. The way I see it, you tend to live for the moment. You always want a laid-back way of living and refuse to bend down and submit to anyone other than yourself. You earn to spend for travels, eating out, expensive mobile phones, and clothing for your OOTD. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Open of the day. Oh. Oh, Melanie! <laughs> Shame! You wanted to be successful, but you dislike starting from a lower level. Your concept of success is a bit twisted because you kind of want things to be done your way instead of following certain norms and proce- procedures. I mean, I get that. Your, li- your life is in the highway, fast-paced, and running at full speed. So why would you let anyone put you on the sidewalk, right? No one wants to be in the sidelines while all your friends are moving up in the fast lane. But there are no shortcuts to success, and being on top of the corporate ladder doesn't happen overnight. Furthermore, you always you easily turn sour when things don't go your way. You easily get discouraged when problems and trials bring you down. You even resort to suicide just because 13 oh. reasons why is an in thing. You get brokenhearted and you end up wanting to end your life. You get yelled at by your parents and you start sulking, saying that you are unloved. And what do all these instant things teach you? They taught you that getting what you want should be instantaneous too. No delays and no hardships. Well, guess what? Even if technology and your life have evolved into instance, being successful, being in the right relationship, and finding true love, among other things, take time. That whole paragraph triggered me. (laughs) They don't happen with just a snap of your fingers. Being successful takes more than just showing up to a couple of interviews. It means getting into a market and being able to sell yourself to the corporate world. Human trafficking? (laughs) Oh! That's rough. Um, being, to sell, being able to sell yourself to the corporate world, even if you don't have any experience. It means providing to them and and meaning what you say. It means proving to them and, and meaning what you say when, they tell, when you tell them you have potentials and you are worth the risk. It is working your way up the corporate ladder and being able to reach the top without stepping in, into anyone as you move along the way. It is climbing the ladder of success the right way. No hocus pocus, no under the table business, no bribery or blackmail. It is working diligently diligently until you reach your goals. And yes, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. So suck it up when you don't get that job and try again. Suck it up when your proposal was turned down by your boss and make a better one. Never take discouragements and failures against yourself because uh, failure is necessary so that you will enjoy the sweet smelling aroma of success. Being in a right relationship takes more than just a couple of dates and hanging out. It is more than just flirting and sneaking around. It takes commitment, trust, loyalty, and love. You'll have to prove to him or her that you're not just in it for fun, for the moment, for the thrill. You have to show that you wanted a lifetime of laughter and tears with him or her. You have to prove to him or her that them risking his or her heart to you is worth it because you will never come running away from him or her and throwing his or her heart in the air once and going once the going gets rough and your relationship is experiencing a difficult time 
It is proving to them that you will stick around no matter what. And finding true love takes more than just saying, I love you, or kissing and holding hands. True love is beyond physical attraction. Okay. Um, Are you moving on past relationships? No, I was just looking at how long it was. Oh, is it long? No. Uh, you have to radiate kindness, humility, patience, selfish, selflessness, trust, and respect, among other things. You got to learn to give true love in order to have it. And I tell you, it would be a long and rough road finding true love. You will get your heart bruised and broken. You will get hurt, and it will not be something you just feel in an instant. It's a long process of choosing to love him or her despite all the pain. And mind you, patience is a must. So to you young ones of this generation, I beg you, there is no true gratification in instant gratification. Instant feelings, instant relationships, instant success never last longer than you expect them to be. You have to learn to work for what you want. You have to learn to exert some efforts in getting what you want. And when the world says no to you, you have to learn to accept your defeat graciously. You cannot always have everything your way. And most importantly, it feels so much better when you get something you want because uh, you work for it rather than it was instantly handed to you. Stop being reckless just because you only live once. Be more respectful. Be more responsible. Act more mature and appropriate for your age. I know this sucks, but it is still true. I know this era urges you to throw your inhibitions and just jump into what life throws at you, but please stop ruining your future just for the heck of having fun. I'm not being uptight. All I'm saying is be good, do good, and never sacrifice someone else's life or happiness for your short-lived merrymaking. It's not true happiness if it's achieved at the expense of someone else's happiness. It's not real success if you stepped on someone along the way. And it's not true love if all you're after is to spend one night with him or her, a short-lived affair without commitment. Okay. I No, wait. I have one thing to say first. Okay? I'm very triggered because throughout this entire article, they keep talking about how we're so immature and we're, like, living, f- like, for the moment and everything. And actually, I very much think that, yes, there are some mature people in our generation, but I think there's two extremes. Either people are immature or they're way more mature than they should be. See, this is the thing, though. With our generation, yes, it's like you only live once, but we're almost in a way being forced to grow up fast. Yes. Because we're being told, like, oh, if you don't work, you're not going to, like, be able to go to college. If you don't go to college, you're not going to be able to, like, get a proper career. And if, if you, you don't can't have a proper a... career, then you're not going to, like, live a and, normal And like, you're not going to be able to have a family. And you're just going to die alone. So, basically, we're forced to grow up fast and get jobs when we're, like, in, like, eighth grade. And it's just not a good time. Also, <laughs> i got to find the spot back. Where is it? Oh, okay. First of all, let me just say. When it's, like talking about jobs and stuff mm-hmm. um what was i gonna say about it <laughs> you were triggered so you should know yeah i know but i don't remember eh. okay well now hey, i well, forget <laughs> well come up with a different point then okay also the true love thing yes there are some pretty crappy people out there who will do dumb things when it comes to love but like there's also these people who actually do like try and, like, want to have, like, a solid relationship. I do agree with most of what they said about relationships, about how they're not instant and they take time and Yeah, work. but, like, that's... Everyone kind of... But everyone, everyone knows that. Yeah, like, even Gen Z is like, well... 
I think the biggest risk to our relationship status nowadays is actually um like Tinder and yeah like online dating like all the online dating because then it becomes a physical thing where you can just get to swipe left or right depending on whether or not you like their face or their abs or whatever is in the picture and I think that's a really big issue because we've kind of lost the ability to meet people of the opposite gender in person yeah because of that and that's very dangerous Mm-hmm. So that's like the part that I think is pretty accurate. Also, when they when she was talking about, it, she was like, teenagers want to like kill themselves because thirteen reasons why is <laughs> in. I was like, are you kidding me? Okay, but I mean, it okay. Yes, thirteen reasons why maybe not the best show to have been put out. It was kind of a thing though, where, where after it came out, it a lot of kids did start like killing themselves because it did to a certain extent like romanticize it, yeah. and it made people think that I it, haven't watched it, so it it made kids think that after they died they were gonna get this huge notoriety and everybody was gonna care about them and everybody and so if they felt hopeless in like the life that they were living right now, well they could just stop it and then and then everybody will love them. Yeah. Right. So it it was a very unhealthy thing to have been put out. I watched season one. I did not watch season two or season three or whatever season we're on now. I have no desire to. Um, See, but I think what the issue is is that, yes, there might have been those few people who would do that. But then, like, we're kind of ignoring the people who actually have, like, problems. Who, yeah. like, actually need the help. Well, I think what's really important is that we need to make sure to raise awareness for these issues without romanticizing it. And I yeah. think that's what our generation is trying to do, is to make people more aware. Well, we all know we're all very self... Hold on, what's the word? Deprecating? De- I was going to say that, yeah. Deprecating. Like, we're all very self-deprecating, but, like, a lot of times people are like, uh, so, like self-deprecation, funny, haha, ha. but then... But like, then when a kid is seriously reaches out and they're like... I'm having issues, I'm anxious all the time, I don't have a good image of myself. Everyone's like, you're just being overdramatic, and you're not mature enough to understand those issues in yourself. Yeah, but then everyone else their age (laughs) is like, yes. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why are so many people our age depressed? Because we're told that... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know either. Okay, anyway, I'm gonna move on. So I have found i have a list of um gen z terms that words that we say and so first one um at me next time <laughs> and basically there's definitions and it's really funny and it's funny because this is um a list written by a parent oh nice so it's like um so this term originated on twitter where it's basically just teens being like stop being so shady and just tell me to my face so like at me next time like actually say it like to my face and don't be like don't be going around behind my back just like if you're gonna say something to me say it outright um basic (laughs) (laughs) starbucks and birkenstocks (laughs) yeah literally basic is literally just what basic what what everybody does (laughs) read the definition um if someone is regular boring or just typical things they are basic okay but here's the thing then people who are quirky are basic because everybody wants to be quirky therefore everyone is basic therefore no one is basic okay this is getting too deep for me next one (laughs) bop slash banger (laughs) i say it all the time i'm always like this song's a bop and (laughs) it's rough 
What's the definition? Um, if a song is really good or enjoyable, it's a bop or a banger. <laughs> I feel like a bop is like one of those chill songs that you enjoy, and then a banger is the one that's like. Yeah. Okay, but it's so funny because it's funny that it's a parent writing this, so it's like parent explaining words in parent language. <laughs> I so, love that. So you're like, ah, uh, yes. Is our, is our vocabulary actually that difficult to understand? I think so, because we take words that are, should be one thing, and then do they just mean, then we make them mean a totally other thing. That's fair enough. Okay, um, bougie. I don't actually know that one. Bougie is, like, someone who, if it's, like, fancy, extravagant, and stuff like that. So, like, okay. if you're bougie, you buy, like, a fancy Gucci? thing. Yeah, that's the, the example. Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Is Daisy her Gucci fanny pack? Yeah, she's so bougie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, guys, I love millennials. I know. Okay, next one. No disrespect meant. Yeah, um, cancelled. <laughs> James Charles? Oh. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure most of you know what that is. It's like, if someone does something problematic, they're cancelled. So if somebody's, like, overly aggressive or rude or proves that they've, like, they're toxic and they've, like, blackmailed somebody or something. Yeah. Then we are, we declare them to be cancelled. Yeah, the definition, um, if someone does something the internet deems problematic, they are cancelled, in quotation marks. Nice. But therefore it means, it, it's like blackballing, where you say you don't shop there. It's very similar to that, where we say, you're not going, we're not going to be around you or support you or, like, watch yeah. your, look at your things that you put out or anything like um, that. Next one clap back (laughs) so basically just getting called out for something or a response to being called out so like if someone like tweets and they're like hey melanie you're hey melanie some carbon hey melanie you're fat and then i clap back well your mom's fat (laughs) (laughs) wow that was aggressive um next one clout (laughs) oof tiktok tiktok our podcast needs some clout, guys. Come yes. on, spread it around. Spread it around, folks. Um, so clout is just, like, influence, basically. Like, being popular. Yeah. Um, dank. <laughs> it's funny. We need some dank memes over no, here. Her example is, did you see those dank memes I sent you? <laughs> I don't even know what it means. I just it know how to use it. When po- something is of high quality. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because dank memes... Memes are some of them. Okay, memes are kind of high high quality. Okay, this next one it's um dead ass, <laughs> and it means for real, definitely, seriously. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is a solid definition. Oh, this next one's quality. Doggo slash pupper. Oh. <laughs> and as you can see, or as you can probably tell, they are um dogs and puppies. <laughs> nice. Next one, doing the most. Oof. Um, it's um being a bit too much looking for attention and someone who's trying a bit too hard to someone, impress others. Someone who's trying to get some clout. Exactly. Just like us. Um, We're drag, doing it the most. Um, roast or insult. Oof. And her, once again, her examples. Quality. Um, your feet are really smelly. Wow. Drag me. <laughs> <laughs> These are my new, this is my new favorite article ever. <laughs> Okay, um, next one. Drip. An outfit, so, what? For, if you saw an outfit you really like, you'd say drip. 
Has anyone drip. ever actually said yeah, that? Yeah, I, I thought drip was like um like the jewels that people. Wear. I think it is like that. Like, oh yeah, it also says drip also refers to being dripped in expensive jewelry and diamond. Nice. Except it's never actually expensive. It's like the cheap costume gold jewelry that everyone pretends yeah. is expensive, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. Um. Extra. <laughs> These explanations are extra. I know. Really. Her once again. Her example. Did you see? She was wearing a sequin neon neon top to the gym. Yeah. She's so extra. Nice. <laughs> okay. So it's someone who's extravagant, basically. Yeah. Um. The next one is a f boy. Which is basically just someone who's a player. Yes. There were many so. of those, especially in high school. They're all <laughs> garbage. Finesse. I... Wait, what? It's like when you're, fa- when you're like, crafty and you think about something that's, like, manipulative, kind of, but also, like, you're, like, sl- you're like smooth with it. Like, you just kind of go with it. Yeah. You pretend that you're not... Her example. I went into the interview with no skill, but finessed it and got the job. Nice. Okay, so Finna... When you lie in your resume but still get the job. Yeah. <laughs> All those memes. Finna, I feel like doing or I'm going to do it. Oh, because that's like... when those, That's not something people say, though. That's more something that they'll, like, write. Yeah. Where they'll be like, I'm finna do this. Yeah, um, fit, as in an outfit. Um, flex. I'm about to flex on you right here, folks. Yeah, so you just show off. <laughs> um, G... So it's a term of endearment you use with a friend. Nice. Goat. Oh, it's just a, like a short form. Greatest of all time. I've <laughs> never heard that. Ghosting. Oof. Just ignoring someone, basically. Ignoring, blocking somebody. Yeah, we all know someone like that. We've all been ghosted, guys. It's okay. We've all been blocked. It's fine. <laughs> Multiple times by yeah. the same person? T. Glow up. Um, That's generally when you're an ugly and then you're not ugly. Yeah, pretty much. Or you're just... Yeah. <laughs> what if you glow down? That is definitely a thing. Um, Gucci. So it's the clothing brand, but it's also like if you're good. So it's like... Um, for an example... <laughs> her examples are my favorite. Um, is that fine with you? Yeah, man. It's Gucci. It's Gucci. I hey. mean, I've never said that, but I have definitely heard people oh, say yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, next one. Hangry. Let me tell you, I get hangry a lot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, uh, it's hunger when you're angry, and it's just not a good combination. Um, hard. Oh, it's when something's really cool, apparently. You're, well, you're gonna go hard at something. Yeah. Hectic. That's just crazy. That's just crazy, man. <laughs> That's some pretty crazy, pretty, pretty crazy stuff um, going on there. High key. <laughs> so it's key and low key. A, a very open about something. Um, hype. I high key want to shoot everyone right now. Honestly, kind of same. Okay, anyway, hype. Hypos. Oh, <laughs> so hype is just making something like really big for usually no reason, but I mean, you never know. Well, I mean, girls do this thing called hyping each other <laughs> up, where like you send a picture or a selfie, and everyone's like, "Yes, girl, you're gorgeous. You are yeah, so, so basically beautiful." Yeah, so you make them like kind of feel good about themselves. Yes. Uh, it's, oh, I, as they used to say, it's blowing smoke up someone's ass. Oh, <laughs> next one, great one. Let's get this bread. <laughs> so that one is just like doing, like getting to work, basically. So, you know, pretty cool. Lit. Lit. When something is cool, live your best life. Nice. <laughs> Loki, we got Loki. Live your truth, that's one. 
Oh, that one's not on here. Oh. Okay, well, low-key, it's the opposite of high-key. It's basically just, you know, ignoring people. <laughs> ignoring the issues and yeah. running away from them like we just, all like, do. Just, like, kind of just not bringing them up. No cap. That's, Me. like, full honesty, yeah. right? Yeah. This was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, queen. Um, basically just hyping someone up. Um, and her example is just, yas queen! Yas queen! Um, salty is being jealous. I don't think salty is being jealous, it's more being grumpy. Yeah, but also kind of being, like, mean toward people for, like, no reason. Well, her definition is, um, jealous. Oh, <laughs> here's a like, self-drag, self-deprecating humor. <laughs> Literally every teenager ever. Yeah, really. Um, sending me... Oh, sending is just, like, when you're sending something, you're just, like, going full out. Yes. Send it. Send um, it, man. Shook. I am shook right now. Shook means shocked, basically. Our boss never gets it. We always say that. We always say that. Or we'll say shooketh, and he looks at us like, we're the dumbest. One time I thought he's. One time, remember that one time we thought he said it, and we were like, <gasps> but he didn't, and we were like, ah. We um, thought we had gotten our baby boomer to, a. Uh, our baby boomer, that sounds weird, <laughs> <laughs> our baby boomer boss to use some gen z slang okay next one um sick just like really cool sis sure for sister um skirt 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 <laughs> <laughs> basically just when you're driving fast that's literally all it is <laughs> not even driving just going somewhere fast yeah so oh, this is like a good one trying to get from one end of the room to the other you say i'm gonna skirt skirt over there and they assume yeah, so, um, small, like, S-M-O-L, just means small. Um, a snack. It's a similar to a whole meal. Um, it means when they're good looking. <laughs> He's a snack. Strictly reserved for non-family members, otherwise it's weird. <laughs> um, snatched. That so way you snatched. You're looking really good. Yes. Um, so done. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you're done with everything. You're done with life, life sucks. Um, Same. Um, stan or fake stan. As stan is in S T A N. Yeah, stan. So it basically, you are you like agree with them kind of, or like you really like them, or you support. <clears throat> yeah, you support them. That's better. A super fan. <laughs> Swole. <laughs> when someone is buff or ripped. <laughs> what is our language? I have no <laughs> idea. But somehow I've understood. I all understood of these. almost all of them. Yeah. Um. Tea, what's the tea? Spill the tea. You know what? Tea I, is just gossip and like scandals. It's like it's like how um how people used to say spill the beans. Yeah, that's it's basically what the it tea. is. Except I did see this thing the other day that was I wanted to mention where this girl's told it was explaining to her grandma what spill the tea meant. And her grandma said, Yes, but tea stains, so be careful where you, where you spill it. Ooh. And I was like That's a good one. Grandma? Grandma's brain all the knowledge. Um <laughs> thick. With two C's. Thick. <laughs> Her definition, positively referring to someone who's rather voluptuous in the thigh. <laughs> in the thigh butt region. <laughs> That's her definition. Do parents, I actually genuinely want to know, do parents, parents actually go to, like, this website to try to understand yeah. what the teenagers are saying? Or do saying? parents, like, my parents ask me sometimes, they're like, what does this word mean? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. This ain't it. Or like that, that ain't, ain't it, it, man. Basically, just saying no. No. <laughs> Trolling. 
Um, Trolling are the people who aren't our haters. Being mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did a surgery on a grape, so... Yeah, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> so basically, just when you say something really weird, and everyone's like, okay, that's cool, but, like, why? <laughs> but why did, you, why did you feel the need yeah, to let um, that leave your vocal regions? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's her at? Basically, just who is that, and, like... How, where can I where can I find her on Instagram um, or social media? A whip is a car. Um, wild. It's just crazy. Oh, being woke. Being woke. Basically, you know what's you going on. You will be woke if you know these words. Um, yas. Yes. As in, like with an A. <laughs> this is my name. Yes. Yeet. <laughs> it's on here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ready? Um. The definition. This is a very complex and versatile word that can be used in pretty much every context. There's three examples. Example one, see you later. Yeet. <laughs> Example two, do you want an apple? Yeet. <laughs> Example three, the state of this economy though. Yeet. <laughs> That's not at all what I use. It. Yeet. I use yeet as in like throw it. It's or like, like I yeet myself. I throw myself. Yeet means to, like, aggressively throw something. Yeah. Or, like, what you say if you're in a really awkward situation. So if somebody, like, makes a wildly inappropriate joke then, and you're just standing there, you just go, yeet. <laughs> okay, well, that's all of them. I am kind of sad that I knew all of them because it means I'm very much a Gen Z, but it's fine. I also skipped some of them because they were, like, the same as the other one. But, so that's it. That's all we got. Folks, <laughs> hopefully you uh, appreciated our Gen Z knowledge and our message. We hope that we weren't too disrespectful to any of yeah. the millennials that we know are listening. We don't mean to be disrespectful. We're just reading these out. We kind of stating we our don't like we said. Res- <laughs> like we said earlier, we don't hate all millennials. Only most of them. We only hate uh, Karens. <laughs> 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 not, but not my aunt Karen. I love my aunt Karen. <laughs> we hate the Karens who have the Karen haircut. Yeah. Okay. No. My aunt Karen has the Karen hair. Oh! <laughs> okay, um, okay, what we mean, Karen, I feel like, is also a very Gen Z term. A Karen is someone who is, like, one of those... I'd like to speak to the manager, please. Yeah, Karen, a Karen is someone who's very, like, snotty. And just, like, not nice, generally. But, like, anyway. And doesn't tip at restaurants. Yeah. But we don't mean any disrespect to anyone. Just we love all Karens. We love all Karens, especially my aunt Karen. Yes. She's sick. You are an endangered species. What? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Endangered because the Gen Zs are coming for you. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyway. That's the end so, of um, this, folks. Rate, review, share the podcast. This one I think would be a great one to share. <laughs> considering the title. Share it with your mother, please. Yes. Like, you know, share it. Send the link to your mom. <laughs> and then you can be like, this is, I need you to understand. This is why I am like this. Um, why I am a literal piece of garbage. Okay, anyway. Um, okay, stop Okay, anyway. Um, one, two, three. Peace! Peace.